news and previews. This is the Sports Desk. Good afternoon, Melbourne, and welcome to the Sports Desk on your Friday afternoon. Sam and Hennett back with you again on the Friday 17th of March. Of course, joined by Jason, uh, Jerry and Adam on this Friday afternoon. And it is AFL season is underway. The first game kicked off last night. We will get into it a little more later on. But it did end in, end in a draw last night at the MCG. But it is good to be back, um, of course, for... Uh, uh, season 23 of the AFL. Um, mm. It was weird to walk to the MCG, and the weather at the moment doesn't feel like AFL season no, either, no. so <laughs> that's a little another thing that's throwing me off. So we will get into that a little later, uh, but straight into the news this morning, uh, this afternoon, sorry. Uh, <laughs> former Australian Test captain Tim Payne has retired from all forms of domestic cricket, effective immediately. The 38-year-old played his final Sheffield Shield match for Tasmania this week. A draw against Queensland in Hobart, receiving a guard of honour from teammates and opponents uh, while exiting Blundstone Arena today. Uh, Payne has represented Tasmania in 95 Sheffield Shield matches since making his first-class debut in 2005. He finishes his career with 196 dismissals, a state record. Adam, what are your memories with Tim Payne? I think his legacy, for obvious reasons that we don't need to get into, will always be a bit complicated, but there's no doubt in the world that he did prove himself to be a leader on the pitch. And especially after the whole sandpaper gate fiasco and scandal, he definitely stood up when he was needed, when our test team was in shambles, both on the pitch and off the pitch. So I think there's no... And he was a really decent batter, and honestly, he's probably the best wicketkeeper we've had at the risk of getting the chicken arc, and he's the best wicketkeeper we've had since Haddon, in terms of actual skills. Like, I love Kerry, but I don't think he's... He's a hand-eye coordination with Payne. But I think, um, yeah, I think I'd say Payne, he did, he'd honestly filled the gap when we really needed to be filled, and he stood up when he needed to be stood up. Unfortunately, due to off-the-pitch reasons, his legacy will be complicated. But I think there's no doubt on the pitch he was, uh, he was a great player and a great leader for that. And he's proven that both at Shield level and international and with the Hurricanes at a big bash level. Jerry? I think watching the Test documentary a few weeks ago, mm. during that 2019 Ashes, his leadership was vital because mm. Michelle were down and out when... Obviously, Smithy got hit there. I and mean, then his calmness and, you know, his ability, just like off the field as well. Like, mm. like I've seen behind the scene footage where he's just, you know, revving the boys up before, like, the Edge Baston game or, you know, just those games. Mm. I think we can kind of both agree. Will he ever be considered up there at the Grace? Will he be a, a Bradman, a Clark, a Stark, a Lily or a McGrath or a Vaughan? Probably not. Mm. But... He honestly he stepped up when he stepped up, and it was a bit of a daunting task after the be- after the best batsman we've had since probably what Steve War got taken out for a year. Our vice captain again got taken out, and then Bancroft as well. To be able to be able to stand up and say I'll lead the nation, the nation's team, because it's basically probably our most famous national team. Yeah, he's a face of all of that. So. Exactly, you're a face of Australia when you're the captain of Australia, mm-hmm. the Australian cricket team. Like you basically you're living the life that so many people want to live. So I think for him to kind of take that pretty daunting task. And same like um and the work he did with Langer and with Lehman, it does deserve a lot of credit. Hundred percent. So yeah, I think it's it's interesting. It'll be interesting to reflect on his. When legacy. times get tough, the champions want the ball, and that was Tim Payne. Exactly. Uh, no next to uh, FIFA has backflipped on plans for a visit Saudi tourism um, sponsorship uh, became a potentially a sponsorship for the Women's World Cup this year, uh, but after a public backlash, backlash from fans, high-profile players and governing bodies of co-hosting nations, Australia and New Zealand, 
At FIFA Congress um, uh, on Thursday, the organisation's president, Gianni Infatani, confirmed that the partnership had been discussed but would not be going ahead, although he did not mm. rule out future commercial opportunities for the Gulf nations uh, in the women's football space. Uh, he said there were discussions with Visit Saudi, but in the end, these did not lead to a contract. So that's pretty interesting. Um, uh, I, th- I think it just didn't sit right no. being the major sponsor. Um, I feel like mm. we should have an Australian or New Zealand major sponsor. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, aside from all the you know yeah. political connotations with having that as a sponsorship. Um, any other big major... Oh, no, there is one major news story that came out this week. Now, I don't know if, because I missed Monday, if you spoke much about this, but the Socceroos squad announcements. Ooh. Uh, so for the well, uh, the games, uh, the celebration game for them coming back from the World Cup uh, that'll be played uh, this month, a uh, few big standouts in uh, and a few uh, surprise mentions who, uh, I mean, well, they're not too much of a surprise. Um Aidan O'Neill from Melbourne City's had a massive, massive mm. couple of weeks. Or in, in, I mean, more than that, a massive season. He's probably been on the edge of it for a while and mm. he's probably not far off from going to Europe, which is a bit sad. Um, but uh, Probably end up in Scotland like the, uh, the rest of them at I the know. moment. It, it's it's, I swear, I swear it's almost A-League too. Hearts' <laughs> squad is currently playing for Hearts, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll quickly go through it. Joe Gauchy, Maddie Ryan, Andrew Redmayne, Nathaniel Atkinson, Azitz Biatch, uh, Jordan Boss, Milos Diganek, Thomas Dan, Kyle Rails, Harry Sutar, Bailey Wright, Kinu Bacchus, Cameron Devlin, Cameron Devlin, sorry, Riley McGree, Connor Metcalf, Aaron Moy, Jackson Irvine, uh, I know Neil, as I mentioned, Alexander Robertson, who's in the Man City Academy. Um, who's yet to make his debut for the big first side, but he's definitely he's travelled a few times on the bench with them. Mm. Uh, Brandon Borello, Jason Cummings, Mitch Duke, Garanquol, Craig Goodwin, Owa Mobile, and Marco Tilio, and then um, I can't pronounce that. Nestori and Irakunda, the two young guys, they become train-ons in in the squad as well. So, what are your thoughts on the squad? Mm. I think Eric has been tearing up Adelaide United at the moment, so I'm, it's really amazing. I, I love his celebration, like the flips and all that. Like that's how can you be that talented as an athlete? You can you can <laughs> score goals from absolutely nowhere, and then you can bring out your energy, well. bring out yeah. your energy. So I think that's very exciting. Again, as I said before, great to see the Scottish boys are kind of getting a uh, getting runabout. And I'll never, I'll never be sad when uh, Cumdog gets a run in the uh, national colours. Yeah. No, no, Love it's, it's very good. Unfortunately, Jamie McLaren has a broken foot, oh. so that's why he's not being named. Um, Apparently, he was actually playing through, um, maybe not broken foot, but he was playing through an injury with um, yeah. your boys for the last couple of months. Yes, um, which has been amazing that he still yeah, managed to keep scoring up goals. scoring. Uh, yeah. So I'm not sure the extent of the injury, and hopefully it's only mine, or maybe it's one of those hairline fractures or something mm. horrible. So... Uh, we'll see what comes of that. Um, exciting for the Socceroos. Uh, hopefully we can fill the stadium, Marvel Stadium. Um, I think it's two weeks away, Tuesday night. So get down mm. if you if you don't already have a ticket. That's going to be fantastic. Any other news before we go to the break? Do you have your tickets to the Marvel Stadium game? Yes, 10? I do. Well I done. Do. Well done. Adam? Definitely going to need to get onto it. There's definitely that and the up, and the uh, Matildas game, which will follow it in the next couple of weeks. I definitely want to get to, get to those. Yeah. So the the Matildas one, uh, that's still a couple of months away. Oh, actually, it, yeah. That's a, that's uh, France. One. Yes. Ah, oh, nice. Okay. Well, when we come back, we'll get into a bit more cricket, uh, basketball, and then of course round one of AFL is here. 
That's all up next on the Sports Desk. Your Friday morning, uh, this afternoon. He's done <laughs> and done it. He's dropped the magic. It's the afternoon. <laughs> The colorless little games on the sports desk on your Friday afternoon. <laughs> afternoon. Good job, Sam. Yeah, afternoon. Okay. I just had to check. We just had to stop him. Take your time. <laughs> but stay calm, everyone. It's your afternoon. It's Friday afternoon. <laughs> All right. Time for some cricket. All right, Adam. And while the last probably month or so we've been reflecting on the international game, we're going to go a bit more local, and by local I don't mean your local, uh, your local D grade for fourth eleven cricket that I've re- represented my club with, fr- with proud, proudness and distinction over the years, but rather the uh, Sheffield Shields, so like the national um, long form uh, comp. Essentially, the last round uh, concluded today, and it is the Vicks who will take on the uh, West, West Aussies um, at the Wacker next week for the, to win it to win it all to win the pride and the glory that is associated with that. And as a proud Victorian, I am very, very happy to see. Um, basically, I'll reflect over the games. Essentially, um, going to the last round, it was between Victoria, Victoria and Queensland for the right who would take on the West Aussies. West Aussies had barely lost the game all year, as we've kind of seen the domination in both the One Day Cup and the uh, Big Bash. The talent flowing through their ranks at the moment is just absolutely insane. So they had already um, qualified for final, already basically solidified their spot. Between Victoria and Queensland... The Vicks were bolstered by returning uh, Scott Boland to the uh, to the comp from um, his uh, Indian adventures. Um, just Scobro absolutely tore through the uh, West Aussies, taking four for twenty nine and four for sixty nine in a man of the match performance. As the Vicks won by seven wickets, as it was uh, one hundred twenty two two hundred thirty six all out uh, West Australia to two hundred ninety eight and sixty four for three for the Victorians. So it's uh, very exciting. From the Queensland point of view, they'll be uh, disappointed. They kind of dropped the last couple of games, and the Vicks came from the clouds to take it. Because um, essentially, as uh, some of the headlines say, the Vicks have gone from all F 63 in the last game before the uh, Big Bash break to now making a Shield final. So essentially gone from bottom of the table to taking on the all-conquering Western Australian side who, was don- who are trying to do an unpre- unprecedented double-triple. So it'd be two years in a row they've taken out all national wide cricket comps. And I, for one, am very happy. Also, exciting news. Um, apparently, Todd Murphy and uh, Peter Hanscom could be returning for the final. Oh, we need that. Oh, exactly. Um, Todd Murphy for... Uh, added to the ranks. And um, credit credit must go to um, Captain uh, Will Sutherland. Coming in just after the Big Bash break, after... I forget who retired. I think might have been, yeah, I think it was Finchie who um, hanged, up his, uh, bu- hanged up his Bush Ranger cap. Yeah, he has. For Sutherland to come in and take the reins, especially being a young guy. Like he's 24. Like, yeah, yeah. 23, 24. He's uh, now four wins from four. Hey, silver. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if he wins this, I'm just going to walk in just playing like, that's why he's the GOAT meme, because he's my GOAT at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's very exciting. And the fact that Victoria have not taken them, the West Aussies uh, apart so convincingly on their home deck as well. We all know, we all hear the stories of the whack and how just the bounce is just insane. Mm-hmm. And kind of how, how so contorted to kind of like home team conditions. Kind of like the Indian home grounds. That's another situation. Don't touch it, Matt. Exactly. I will yeah. not touch that with a 10-meter ten, ten pole. Maybe, maybe on Monday. 20. Yeah, I think uh, better be safer than sorry. But no, I think it's shaping up to be a really nice finale uh, to summer cricket, I think. Yeah, and speaking of that, we got the New Zealand test going on with Sri Lanka. Um, day one, we want to speak about last week because um, they won mm. final ball, Kane Williamson. I think Kane Williams might be getting a statue in New Delhi. Yeah, he has <laughs> yeah. to. Like, right now he's 26, not out. Um, off 76, and mm. Conway's made 78. They're two mm. for 155. Um, and with that win, um, I think that secures... Um, basically, Sri Lanka would have had to do win 2-0 uh, against uh, the Kiwis to win the World Test Championship. Oh, yeah. 
And so that's why they're there. On it, you go on like the Cricket Australia, no, the Cricket New Zealand um, Instagram account, and there's like 5% Kiwi comments. The rest are Indian. <laughs> so, yeah, they are wrapped up with that win. They knock out the Sri Lankans and India qualify. So Australia and India don't be getting familiar with one another again in a couple months' time. And yeah. the week after that would be the Ashes, which I, for one, am counting down the days to. Well, we've still got the ODIs starting 7pm tonight between India and Australia. So Oof. I'm sure all eyes will be on that and not the uh, not the catters and the pies. Oh, mate. Yeah, that's going to be a big... Hey, Ca- Cameron, Gre- Cameron Green's hook shot, I would, I would pay to see. I would happily pay over and over again Even to see that. Even sweet, mate. Oh, it's amazing. All right, time now for some basketball. Shout out before we break down uh, the NBL and the NBA. Uh, UBL, Unisport Basketball, came back. And a shout out to the Redbacks clean sweeping in the men's and women's on Wednesday. Got to live stream that. That was oh, fun. Hey. Awesome. Go boys. Go girls. They killed it in Bandura, didn't they? <laughs> they yeah. certainly did. And <laughs> got Smack to, Got a front row seat. It was a great time. That's beautiful. Well, we'll head straight into the NBA with um, the Nuggets today defeating the Pistons 119 to 100. Obviously, Jokic scoring 30 in a double-double performance. The Sacramento Kings defeated the Nets 101-96. to Raptors defe- defeating OKC 128-111. to um, Pacers defeating Bucks 139-123. to Upset. And what about the Suns and the Mavs? I didn't quite catch that towards the end. How was that? Good question. Good question. It was uh, <laughs> actually no, no, no. I just had a bit of a mind. Like I just check the end. Um, Josh Okogie blocked the game tying three point attempt from Paolo Banchero as the uh, Suns knocked off the uh, Magic. I think that's. Um, I'm surprised that game got that close, honestly, given how dominant the Suns have been and how not dominant the uh, the Magic have been the last decade. So um, yes. They just got away with it, but I think that that Pacers win. That's a very good win against yeah, the uh, Suns because they're too. they're in the run. They're in the run for the plane at the moment. Yeah. So it'd be uh, very interesting how we go. I think uh, I think the Lakers have also came along strong the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, so I think they're also the find the way. Yeah. And we've got a few games tomorrow to cover. So from 10 a.m. tomorrow, the 76ers are playing Charlotte. Mm. Hopefully Embiid can drop a few more three-pointers. Um, Warriors and the Hawks, Wizards, Cavs. Mm. From 11 a.m., the Wolves are playing the Bulls. The Pelicans got the Rockets and Grizzlies, Spurs. And from 1 p.m., the Celtics and Portland, they'll be a crucial game. Obviously, if Celtics mm. want to cement, you know, a top two position in the East. Um, Mavs versus Lakers as well. So that that's kind of that, you know, fly-in mm. position as well. Yeah, and um, for the play-in positions at the moment, they're so pretty tight. Like, there's only a game between the uh, Pacers and the Bulls for the last position. Actually, no, there's... um there, uh, I'll correct myself. There's a game between the, pa- the Wizards, Pacers, and Bulls for the last position. Oh. So it's going to go down to the wire, and in the uh, in the Western Conference, it is between the uh, the Mavs, Lakers, Thunder, Jazz, Pelican, and Pelicans. There's only two games between that. So um, my Masters have been great, but I'm pretty sure five into two does not fit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it'd be uh, very interesting, kind of seeing lower down the table how it goes. But yeah, in the in the in the West, uh, the Nuggets are dominating. I think uh, Jokic is absolutely. My my take is that he's absolutely strolling to another MVP. Oh, I don't know about that, mate. I think oh, Joel. Aver- nah, nah, nah. Averaging nearly a triple double. You can't, you can't. The sat, the sats don't lie. I mean, Charles Barkley would beg to differ, and uh, Kendrick Perkins. But I think, um, nah, that's my little take. Are they first on the Western Conference? Ah, uh, yeah, they are. And how about the Kings? The King, the uh, the exciting news for Sacramento Kings. They've officially locked in their first playoff playoff spot. I think in more than a decade, nearly fifteen years, ten Bit to fifteen of a dark years. Horse this year. 
Oh, what exactly. Have you? Are they, they'll be uh, lighting the beam in Sacramento once again. <laughs> I love those memes like absolutely nothing else. But it, may, it makes me so happy. Because you've you got to have an underdog to grow for. It's kind of it's annoying kind of seeing the same faces. Well, you don't want like the Lakers and Celtics or like those teams winning it again. Oh, exactly. Like, I mean, love boring. Giannis, but like even the Bucks, I'm like, yay, yeah. but new winners. Especially when my when my boys, the uh, Bulls, are 31 and 37. I don't think uh, <laughs> don't think the ring will be coming back to Chicago anytime soon. <laughs> okay, well, that's it for basketball. When we come back, it's footy. Footy, footy, footy. Is. Oh, our round back. one roundtable discussion on Monday. Uh, Jerry, myself, and our uh, Monday cohort, Cooper, had a little discussion. Now let's see how stupid we sounded coming up after this with Carl <laughs> yeah. Richmond dissection and the rest of round one. We're going to deliver our tips on that as well. Uh, this is a brand new one. Excited to play this. This band, one of my favourite bands, have announced a tour back to Australia, Nothing But Thieves, and this is a brand one, a brand new one called Welcome to the DCC. Welcome to the DCC, Nothing But Thieves on the sports desk on your Friday afternoon. Uh, round one is underway, and as a sports desk tradition, uh, I thought I had to play this song again in full, the football song by the famous Fable Singers. You can feel it in the air. There's nothing like Melbourne at footy season. <laughs> Generally, it was so, like, I couldn't get the smile off my face getting on the train, seeing everyone in the colours, and then walking up the famous famous walk you do from Jollymont through to the MCG, through the park. Uh, there's just nothing like it. So very, very exciting. Um, we might as well start with that game first, and then we'll get to some of our wild predictions for the season and then break down... Round one. So it ended yesterday, uh, unfortunately, a bit anticlimactic. Wind up the wind up toy like Woody all over <laughs> again. Every time we have one of these, the debate I've will spark, feel... but it ended in a draw 8 10 58. 8 10 58. 8 10 58. Carlton Richmond, season opener. There were many opportunities missed, Sam. Yeah, I'd, I'd, to be honest, I think Carlton were in a lucky position that we got away with a draw. Uh, I think. I don't know. Stats-wise, I felt like Richmond had a lot more entries um, and overall things where they probably should have... Even though we had the game for most of the game, I just still think there were moments where we gave it up, a few big mistakes and things. What I observed happening was as soon as the ball went to the ground, it became a Richmond game and they were swarming because any time Carlton had an opportunity to uh, go take that kick inside 50, it was interesting they were taking the game on by going down the centre square as often as they did. However, they weren't con- they weren't sticking that kick inside 50. And uh, my main question I actually had was in the final few moments where the game was getting clutched, and Sam, you were there, so I really do want to hear your answer to this. Where were the other co- Carlton forwards when Mackay slipped over and there was three defenders on him after that incredible run down the wing? Yeah. Oh, where was... were, no, oh, genuinely, where were the other forwards? Uh, d- just probably caught behind like the rest of the players down the field, and sometimes <laughs> those switches, you, you've got to really pay attention um, and Look, unfortunately, <laughs> neither team won, so it's one of those. That's the second draw I've been to in my life, and they're not fun. Um, <laughs> it, it does feel like a loss in a way. Um, no one can really Michael celebrate. Michael Voss didn't or... seem less. Well, to, to be honest, mentality. I think he, he had a plan, and some of it was executed okay. Like we slowed the game down. We weren't playing that fastball game that because. If we did, the Tigers would have aided us up, and they yep. did in the last game that we played against them last season. So, and they were doing the um, same thing to you throughout most of that game too, because a yeah. fast-paced game against Richmond is a ground game, and 
they were excelling at that in spades. Yep. Um, a few crucial things like Harry Mackay, again, round the body, <laughs> missing those. <laughs> it's, it's costly. As you see, it's costly. It came down to a draw and those could have gone in. So I'd, I'd, I don't know. I'd, if he does those kicks and they go in, I'm not complaining, am I? So mm, it's, it's one of those things. Um, and as Rich and as uh, – oh, sorry, what was my main point? It was something along – oh, yeah, that's right, Patrick Cripps. He did lift his stocks up in the final quarter, but I reckon he might be carrying some sort of soreness or something like that because he wasn't <laughs> quite as bad. Yeah, he might be injured because he wasn't... Carrying the he, team, mate. In the fourth <laughs> quarter, he wasn't exactly the most quiet. In the yeah. fir- he was pretty quiet in the first three. I'd, I'd, I thought he was all right. I'd, um, Not his Brownlow form. <laughs> oh, round oh. one, mate. Go on. <laughs> I think he was just baiting for the chicken there. Uh, <laughs> no, leading disposals. He's probably injured. Uh, Tim Taranto, 32 disposals for him. George Hewitt, 28, massive game. Uh, Daniel Rioli, 27. Patrick Cripps, 25 disposals. Sam Doherty, 25. That massive roost. Oh, that was beautiful goal. Uh, Dion Prestia, 23. Dustin Martin, 23. Matthew Kennedy, 22. Look for goals now. Tom Lynch, three goals, three. Charlie Curnow, three goals. Um, Rioli, two goals. Harry Mackay, one goal, two. Uh, it was interesting. Charlie, Harry was pretty dominant in the air. He just couldn't get it to his boot, uh, whereas Charlie was pretty quiet, uh, for, I think, the first half, and then he just came alive and kicked three goals when they were needed. Um, look, it's interesting. It's round one. Can't take too much out of that. We'll just have to wait and see how they perform against Geelong next week. That's going to be massive next Thursday Ooh. night. <laughs> um, so, Interesting. That's why Carlton remain as a team to watch in these first four weeks. Also, Shy Bolton had an opportunity. Oh, if he hadn't have gone around no. the corner, we uh, have a very different mood in this what studio. What a fool. Tried to put oh, that was well. enjoyable. Um, uh, after we're, that we're bit where he... We're in a different mood in this studio if he just went back and kicked a drop punt, Sam. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. there also one where I think it was Lynch, he had a chance on the, um, the yep. right, right of the wing? The right Lynch, three goals, three, as Sam just read out. If he kicks more accurately, yeah. again, we have a different mood in this studio since we have a Carlton <laughs> fan here. Now, I know the, the debate is, we'll quickly go over it because I know, I mean, people complain because every time a draw comes around, they're every like, time. why do we have it? Yeah, it's like Woody. <laughs> Wind him up. Oh. Do we keep the draw? Do we go <laughs> to try? Do we go to try? OT. As much as the Golden draws point. are annoying, I think they're part of the game. And yeah. finals are a different case. Do not want to draw in a final. Yeah. The way that's they have it now. Time. Home and away, it's fine. Overtime in the finals, I think, that's good. I think it's interesting because they're so... I mean, they're so rare, which makes them interesting. Um, so keep it the way it is. Yes, it does suck, but... They should have won. I didn't. I didn't hear Adam and Jerry's take on that. What, what would you? What were your two cents? Oh, I was just saying how like that there was a crucial moment where Charlie Kerno kicked that goal and it looked like it was touched. And then oh yes, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. it um, wasn't touched. <laughs> and then Acres dropping that mark was like oh. fifteen <laughs> seconds. Oh, yeah. no. Imagine oh. if he just hacked it and booted it forward. There's no one on him though. I feel like if he marked it and then now just I don't want to give players excuses, and I don't know how. F- how much this will come into tonight because I don't know what the temperature is to, for tonight's game, but it was very muggy uh, and a bit humid in the MCG last night. So whether that's so that came why to they're the all thing. slipping over? In the oh, first no, half. no, no. You know you can blame bloody Ed Sheeran. All right, <laughs> <laughs> bloody Ed Sheeran. All right, that is why they're slipping over. <laughs> Oh, tomorrow's the 36. The surface, it looked patchy. Oh, no. Yeah, it is. Oh, 36. 16, wow. uh, 16 overnight, 37, I think, actually. Oh, oh, 
That one. Uh, and I'm paintballing and epping right. that day. Okay. Back to our season predictions. Now, yes. I missed Monday and so did Adam. Uh, so, so we'll catch you up a little bit, okay, actually. Jerry on. and I stood in this studio and gave a couple of big ones, actually. I'll just recite my top eight predictions now. Minor Premier's Melbourne. In second place, Brisbane. Geelong. Richmond finished top four. Collingwood fifth. Carlton sixth. Fremantle seventh. Sydney eighth. Because I think... That whole mentality of the narrative being uh, if you get pummeled in a grand final, you drop down the eight a little bit. But Sydney, I think, are too consistent to drop out entirely. What I did have on the back burner, though, were Gold Coast, Western Bulldogs, Adelaide, Port Adelaide, and St Kilda. No particular mm. order between 19th and – or not 19th, 9th and 13th. <laughs> but I reckon those are ones on the, the prefaces. Mm. Wooden spoon prediction for me is Hawthorne. Jerry, what did you Hawthorne. have? And uh, Adam oh. and Sam, get your chickens ready. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I was getting my chicken ready. <laughs> I don't think Richmond top four is... Okay, no, reasonable enough. I just think the newfound pace in the midfield with the Taranto and Hopper move would be Mm. interesting because it was interesting seeing Dustin Martin exclusively as a forward and having an explosive player at the calibre of that could cause a lot of damage, especially with Bolton, especially with if Lynch and Rewalt get going. They will be a very, very damaging forward line if they click. Jerry. Um, so my tips were a bit different um, compared to Jason's. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking um, forward to this when yeah. you said uh, my, uh, North Melbourne would have a five-goal <laughs> win in the Um I had Lions finish minor premiers, Swans in second, D's third, and Pies rounding out the top four. Then I had yeah. the Doggies in fifth, Freo in sixth. What? The Blues in seventh and um, Port in eighth. And my big call was Geelong and the Tigers are not making the top eight. <laughs> That's Adam and uh, Geelong. Sorry, who was your seventh, uh, sixth and seventh today? Uh, so the, Carlton making the uh, seventh yep. and I did Port not Adelaide making <laughs> the top eight. Port, Port Adelaide. Yeah. Port Adelaide. And I don't like how, you, how you've got Collingwood. I think that's rubbish. And Wooden Spooners, the Eagles, um, I reckon, yeah, they're going to go down. And Brownlow, Andy Brayshaw, Coleman, Harry Mackay. Okay. So, mm. And St Kilda, Crows and Suns, just, you know, keep an eye out. Okay. Interesting. I'll go mine quickly uh, because we do have a round of preview as well. We do. Uh, Brisbane top of the ladder in minor premiership position. Uh, Melbourne second, Geelong third, Sydney fourth, Carlton fifth, Fremantle sixth, Richmond seventh, Collingwood eighth, Bulldogs ninth. So they're missing out. Mm. I've also got a wooden spooner. The Bombers. The yeah, wooden no, spoon. that's plausible. If Hawthorne, <laughs> no, if Hawthorne don't win the wooden spoon, Essendon probably will. No, I, I, uh, I, I have zero. today with, um, I think he's done his shoulder. Uh, Peter Wright. That again? Pe- Peter oh, has, Wright. has he actually? Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel better about my prediction about that game then. Yeah, I think they were saying um, collarbone, which could even be more devastating. Dislocated, oh, no. I mean, his shoulder. Oh, sh- yeah. Ouch. Let's keep on going. Uh, Adam, my time to shine. Yeah, go on. <laughs> No, um, I mean your top eight, not your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll say uh, Catters, Minor Premiers. Yep. Um, Dees, Brizzy and Freo, summing up the uh, top four. Uh, Swannies, fifth. Uh, Saints, sixth. Uh, Ty... Wow. Um, Ty... <laughs> They're not finishing sixth, the Saints. Uh, I'm putting some... some Saints? Did you sure. say Saints? You said Saints. Hey, that's, that's a bit oh, of a hot take. Man. Okay, I'm putting on. a lot of trust in um, in Severos. <laughs> I put a lot of trust <laughs> in injuries that you're wrong, but keep going. And Tyke <laughs> Sevens, Doggies Eight, teams to watch uh, will be um, Adelaide, especially with um, how much investment they put in Rankin. I think um, that I reckon he's basically done his side this season. And I reckon the Sunnies, the Sunnies, we all we all like the Sunnies because they're not good. 
So yeah, I'd, I'd love to see they're like my underdog team. I'd love to see them do well. It'd be yeah. great, great for the sport. I agree with that. Two teams look out for Adelaide and Gold Coast. And uh, uh, I do say Port Adelaide. I'm a bit unsure with them too. I do have um two one not so hot take. One bit of a hot take. Uh, for that um, rising star, I got Harry Cecil to, Ooh, to like beat, out, beat, out, uh, beat out Will Ashcroft. And uh, my two hot, two hot takes are West Coast to go winless. Oh, that's <laughs> unlikely. And, uh, Here comes Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are versing the Kangas, Jerry, so I could be changing it to the Kangas going winless. <laughs> and uh, Ken, Ken Hinckley to get sacked before the end of the season. Sacking <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, so round one, we'll get into it now. Tonight, uh, it's only um, two hours away. Certainly um, is. Geelong hosts the Cats. Uh, sorry, Geelong hosts Collingwood, the MCG tonight. Massive one. Adam, what are your thoughts? I think it'd be interesting. Are you nervy? Uh, here and there. I mean, we all... The thing with Collingwood, Collingwood is a team I hate losing to because I don't dislike the team, but the supporters, and I've got a couple <laughs> of mates. I've got a mate who's the most one-eyed supporter ever, so if we lose... I'll be getting a full-on thesis of why Patrick Dangerfield is the worst human to ever walk this walk right. this great white earth. But it'll be interesting. In all seriousness, it'll be interesting because uh, Tanner Brune and Ollie Henry are new recruits from GWS and Colin respectively, making their debuts. Yep. Henry looks uh, really good. Like one of our only bright lights in our practice game practice game demolition against uh, the uh, Lions. So I think that, that's exciting. I think um, Bowles, Bowles, the um, the Suns guy, Jack Bowles. I think he'll get, be getting hold back for a couple of weeks. I think it'd be interesting. Um, unfortunately, um, Mitch Duncan's out, injured. Um, they had decided to take the gamble on Hen- on Henry, on uh, Tomahawk, on Tom Hawkins, who's apparently been injured in the prior season. Yep. So I think that's done a shape up to be a very interesting uh, night. But I think the thing about Geelong and Collingwood games is that you know you're always guaranteed a close one. Certainly will be. My uh, tip's Geelong, uh, by the way, Adam. So. Yeah, I mean, guess guess who I tips. Yeah. I'm taking Geelong. Jerry? Collingwood. Uh, <laughs> plausible. <laughs> And, totally you honest, it was such an interesting game, uh, that uh, final, <laughs> intense final, uh, and I do feel like it's going to be like that again. Um, maybe we might not have high-scoring games until a couple of rounds in, mm. because yeah. just as so intense at the contest and stuff, mm. um, I know Collingwood's ex-coach had a prediction last night that both teams were going to score 100 points last night, and oh, it didn't happen. Um, I mean, add it all together, then they'll score but 100 yeah, points. I, I think the first couple of weeks are the most intense, obviously, after mm. a pre-season, trying to get into it uh, as people yeah. ease into it. So uh, I'm expecting another tense uh, contest, so I'm going to take Geelong tonight. Nice. Uh, next to uh, North Melbourne, uh, 1.45 at Marvel Stadium tomorrow against the West Coast Eagles. Jerry, what are your thoughts? He's wearing his North oh, Melbourne hat man. in the studio. Kangas, <laughs> easy win. Easy win. <laughs> easy Maybe by a few win. goals. I, I wouldn't say easy, but... As long on. as we get the three points, um, that's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be a hot game, so... Any yeah. exciting players to look out to in the team this Ooh, year? Well, we got Harry Sheasel making his debut yes, round one. Um, Goldie's actually dropped for Tristan Jerry um, in the ruck, so that'll be mm. interesting. He's more like a traditional ruckman, so um, we're playing more of that run-and-gun style maybe with Clarko, but we'll have to wait and find out. Mm. I think Uniaki, is that it? Yeah, Dave Uni- yeah. yeah, I think he's going to be a huge for you guys. Oh, and massive. I think Will Phillips is my tabay um, breakout season for you guys. Yeah, he hasn't had much of a run. Yeah, so it'd be interesting if you kind of get an opportunity. It'd be very, really cool uh, how that all uh, will uh, phase out. I'm going to take the ruse. 
Uh, I, I'm Same. sensing they're going to get a, a few more Bruce. wins this season yeah. this year. I, I think Alistair Clarkson's going to be a massive improvement. and um, They'll get out of the top four, uh, but not top, top, <laughs> four, top four. I mistook my way. Yeah, that's deserved, but I misspoke. It was not top four. They'll get out of the bottom four by the end of the year. Ruse will probably uh, okay. beat the Eagles today nice. on So Saturday. is everyone on the Ruse? Yep. Okay, uh, next to uh, 4.35 from Adelaide Oval. It's Port Adelaide uh, against the Brisbane Lions. That'll be a good game. Um, right out of the gate, I'm going to go no. Brisbane. Really? Mm. Simple fact, uh, I'm interested in how this uh, all-in approach yep. that they've taken is mm. going to play out, and I think not, um, there's a lot more uh, There's a lot more potential in they, the Lions and their own They power. have a fully-fledged squad this year, so yep. I... I yeah, this I see them going the very pa- well. This is where the on-paper utopia that happens yes. at Brisbane is now going to be put into practice. And I, <laughs> I think there's more intrigue in that, and I think there's more chance of that clicking than whatever's going on at the power right now. So Adelaide Adelaide Oval is in the uh, fortress it once was. Uh, is that what you're thinking? Oh, it certainly will be, but I just think Brisbane sound really strong right now, and I think mm. there's potential oh, no for doubt. full strength. Especially um, Dunkley from the uh, Doggies. That's a huge recruitment. And I think mm. like the combination of him... Of him and Neil in the midfield, along with a couple of their other young guns, is a scary side for the other teams. Port with Jason Horn Francis. Interesting. Oh, is he going to sure be the no, arch nemesis of the Kangas? Oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that game, by No, the that's going to no. be massive. I'll say game. Horn Francis to get dropped by round six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. That dude's got the worst attitude I've ever seen out of anyone. Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, And to think uh, Jamara was drafted a couple of years ago. Okay, I, cool. I'm taking Brisbane. Brisbane? Brisbane. Brisbane as well. Brisbane. Okay, next two, uh, the MCG Saturday night, 7.25, Melbourne versus the Western Bulldogs. Uh, very interesting one uh, here. I'd love to see the ruck combination continue mm. uh, between Max Gorn and, oh, no, what's his name? Brady Grundy. Brady Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Sam O'Clock, everybody. They are going to be... Um, it's Friday. <laughs> I think they had a bit of an off year last year, but they're going to be up in the ranks again this year, up in the mm. fold. Um, this game could help build a rivalry between the two teams that define the early 2020s. Yeah, dogs, mm. dogs. I'm unsure about them. I, in my mm. prediction, I've got them to miss the eight, but... Does it all I, come down to Bond, you reckon? Or the tall forward I line? I don't know. I, I think, they're, yeah, their forward mm. line's never certainly been, lacking. Never... I, I wouldn't... I, I'd say he's a good pick-up... Um, mm. Oh, no, I can't Rory Lobb, is it? Rory Lobb. Rory Lobb, yeah. yeah. But I just, I just don't know. Their forward line is a question mark to me. Yeah, it's what is what, um, what's his name? Aaron Norton and who's the small... Jamara Yugal Cody Wayman. Yeah, oh, Cody, Cody Wayman, of course. And then it gets a bit skinny from there on. I yeah. think the Bulldogs are dripping with talent. I just, I'm just quite unsure as to whether they're going to be matching up against other top eight sides. Like, mm. I, I totally see them making the A because they've got the talent to do it. There's mm. something about it that you, oh, there's just something about them. Okay, Tips. I am going to go Melbourne though. Melbourne for me. Yeah, Melbourne. These rounded out. Go, I okay. think we're all we're all the same. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Eight o'clock Saturday night. It's the Gold Coast Suns and the Sydney Swans. Uh, first ga- home game of the year for the Suns. Um, look, mystery bag the Suns this year. I-, I hope they improve and do well because mm. um, it's been so long for them. Uh, and hopefully, um, do they know how long um, Ben King is off returning? Because he got injured last year, didn't he? I'm sh- I'm unsure on that, um, but because that'll be huge. Hopefully, for um, oh no, is he not in the team? Surely he's in the team. I can't see him. Who, um, King? No, no, um, big midfielder. He got such a big hype in his... Matt <laughs> in Rowell. His Matt Rowell, yeah. Oh. Ooh. Is not he named. not there? 
Surely Sam there. right now I'm is trying to look at the team selection here and he's struggling to find it, actually. Surely he'll be dropped. Uh, no, he's there. Of course he's there. Sorry, yeah. it's just my eyes playing up. No worries at all. Uh, is there any major takeaways to get out of this one? I'm going Sydney no. personally, maybe just to get a little bit of a recovery, but I feel like Gold Coast have put on a bit of a contest considering mm. yeah, I, I reckon it's going to be a tight game. game, but I think mm. Sydney for me. Yeah, I think, yeah, this has Swanee is by three or four and all over still it. united. I think we'll differ soon. What have we got coming up? We're now moving on to Sunday, aren't we? Yep, we've got to fly through these because we've... That's okay, rapid fire. It's all good. Uh, Sunday, yes. Giants and Adelaide Crows from 1pm from Giants Stadium. Uh, interesting one. Adelaide, uh, definitely a question for this year. GWS, uh, expecting a big year from Mr. Toby Green. Mm. Um, On and off a pitch. And Adam Kingsley. <laughs> <laughs> New coach in the fall. Um, I'm taking... Uh, I'm, I'm taking Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah. I was looking back at my tips going, <laughs> Same here. Yeah, expecting Crows. a big year for them. Um, so, uh, yeah. It's also, was, was this the game last year where they had that massive point? where it I think that might have, I think the might have been Frio. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, actually, you're right. It'll yeah. also be interesting, their new, um, their new captain of the Crows. I think it'll be really interesting how he goes. Completely forgotten his name. Jordan but, uh, Dawson. I yeah, Jordan that's Dawson. It, I, think that's, I think it's good that um, I think Rory's done an amazing job with them. Mm. But I think it's a, it's a good decision. Put a bit of young blood in there, kind of see what, see what happens. Hawthorne and Essendon, 3.20 at the MCG on I'm Sunday. I'm so happy. I'm actually photog- photographing a 70th birthday at the same time as Essendon oh. and Hawthorne. <laughs> and I've got Paintball on Saturday, so I've got, I'm excited for this weekend. Avenged Sevenfold, they released a new song this week, so I can blast that. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for this weekend because I know Essendon's playing and I know Hawthorne are going to win this one. No, I'm thinking yeah. uh, this is a grand final preview right here. Nope. <laughs> uh, Hawthorne for Hawthorne me. Hawthorne for me. Bombers. I've tipped the Bombers as well. Why? Uh, oh. I think this is the game where... <laughs> 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 Explain this... your reasons. I'm, I'm curious to hear. I feel like I'm a bit biased in my opinions. <laughs> there's, look, there's still a very young side, Hawthorne, in this rebuild phase. Um, but this is the game where they're going to question, did Sam Mitchell really cut too deep? And they'll, they'll get a scalp. An I'm unexpected not, Jerry, do you back. have any reason or is it just... Oh, I reckon Davey Jr. might kick a few goals. Oh, cool. Yeah, make his debut. Okay. Yeah, I'll say, Debut, yeah, he does look all right. I'll say Dylan Shield to kind of start learning how to play football again. <laughs> and the last game for round one, St Kilda and Fremantle, 440 yes. Marvel Stadium uh, to round this one out. Uh, the famous Siren Gate games. Oh, yes, that, that is right, days. yes. That was in Tasmania, wasn't it? Yes. Siren Gate, 2006 references there. That's amazing. <laughs> in Tassie out of all places. Yeah, right. 2006 that was. Uh, How do we feel? St Kilda got a lot of injuries, so um, and interesting. And a poor yeah. um, mm. Billings is out for a while, isn't he? I think, yeah, yeah leg injury. Eight weeks or something. Fremantle for me, I think they're going to be one of those big improvers this year. As well. And for ever been that good in Melbourne, though, I've never been... Oh, they won by 41 last time. They can get by. They surprise in Melbourne occasionally. Fremantle for me. I'll say Sanders. I feel like they're becoming like my second team today. (laughs) Like between top eight. So I'll say, yeah, Sanders. That's like my... um, Any guess? So are any of us uh, pulling out the uh, joke around in our uh, first uh, first round of tips? So, well, yeah, no, interesting. Um, Jerry, what was your tip, by the way? Oh, Frio as well. Fremantle. Round one. I can't believe we're here. It has been one of the quickest and longest off-seasons. It's, it's one of those weird things. But footy is back tonight, MCG, 
When we come back, uh, we'll be talking Premier League, the Champions League, and all of the round ball game. Uh, that's all ahead on the sports test. Now, it is St. Patrick's Day today, so I thought I'd play an Irish artist, the Cranberries. This is their song, Dreams, on the sports desk on your Friday afternoon. Love it. Dreams, the Cranberries, on the sports desk on your Friday afternoon for St. Paddy's Day. Jason, uh, Happy name. St. Paddy's Day, everybody. Before we get to the Premier League, we will break it down. I just want to do a quick shout-out in uh, what Adam's now calling Ice Hockey Corner. Wowee! <laughs> Florida Panthers versus Montreal Canadiens. In the first period alone, 10 goals scored. 7-3 it was the first intermission. 7 Go off on. 15 and 3 goals off 4 shots for the Canadiens. My God, that's insane. Game ended 9-5. That's Ice Hockey Corner. On to the Premier League, everybody. I'm going to take a step back. Sam, hit the thing. <laughs> um, we'll start with the UCL. Ah, Champions League, right. Good on you. Champions League. A uh, few results this week. Um, uh, massive. So quarterfinals are on now. Uh, we'll go through Benfica defeated Club Brugge five uh, one. They go through on aggregate seven one. Uh, Chelsea defeated Dortmund two 0 this week. Oh no, was it last week? Sorry, am I reading last week's results? <laughs> oh, it was split over two weeks. Sorry. So the split ones this round. week: uh, Porto and Inter draw uh, drew nil nil, but Inter go through uh, from the first game. Man City. Defeated RB Leipzig 7-0, 8-1 on aggregate <laughs> after a 1-1 draw. Now, I was actually nervous before I watched this game, and then some guy... Another 7-0. A man... No, no well, let me just hit it. Let me just hit it. Oh, this... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, magnificent man. Uh, is he an alien? Uh, <laughs> he could have kept going, but uh, Pep brought him off in the 60th minute. Um, but uh, the hat-trick. Uh, it was more than a hat-trick. Five goals. Five goals. So, wow. He's just, we've just seen what he's capable of. So, look out. Now Premier League, he's fired up. So, interesting. Uh, also, results... Uh, now I've just clicked on that. Um, <laughs> Napoli defeated Eintracht Frankfurt 3 0, 5 0 on aggregates, so they go through. And Real Madrid defeated Liverpool 1 0, so they yeah. go through on aggregate 6 2. So, Talking about the title race, um, some interesting news today is that Arsenal actually got knocked out of the uh, Europa League t- yes. this morning, yeah, by Sporting Sport Lisbon. Yeah. So that's Hi, a bit, Jimmy. That's Jimmy wasn't too happy, was he? No, I couldn't imagine so. Uh, to be honest, there. I think if I was him, I wouldn't care too much because now they've got no competition apart mm. from the Premier League to focus on. They can focus all their efforts on that. No mm. excuses. Excuses, yeah. Uh, whereas City ha- still have the UCL. Um, interesting. Uh, we'll get on to, of course, the Premier League now. Now, there is a few matches postponed this weekend due to some FA Cup games uh, as well. So everything's going on at the moment. So Nottingham Forest will play Newcastle tomorrow, 7 a.m. Uh, Brentford will play Leicester City Sunday, 2 a.m. Southampton, Tottenham, 2 a.m. Aston Villa and Bournemouth Sunday, 2 a.m. Wolves and Leeds Sunday, 2 a.m. Chelsea and Everton at 4.30 um, and Arsenal Crystal Palace on Monday at 1am. And there were two games yesterday. Brentford defeated Southampton 2-0. And Brighton defeated Crystal Palace 
1-0. So, interesting the, results there. In the Brighton Palace game, did you hear the story of how the um, they added debutant in goals for, for, the, for the derby? Um, and he was actually an academy uh, kid they had only signed like last week. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, I think um, Wilmot, I think that was his name. Um, essentially, I think the Palace, like, starting three, two or three goalies all went down injured. So they actually had no, no like, contracted player who could play goals. So the guy got a little uh, boost from the academy and straight into the club's, well, his club's basically biggest game of the year, per se, against their, their biggest rivals. So no, no, no pressure. A Brighton and Palace rivals. I wouldn't have uh, that. Yeah, it's a bit complicated back in the day. <laughs> basically, two managers didn't get along. Oh, bit of okay. biffo and, yep. yeah. Okay. Uh, so Arsenal sit top. Uh, still 65 points. Uh, 66, sorry. Uh, Man City in second in 61. Man United third. Uh, 50 points. We also went through in the Europa League, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they knocked um, off um, Betis 1-5 uh, in aggregate. Uh, Tottenham in fourth spot, Newcastle fifth, Liverpool just behind them, and then the um, rounding out the bottom of the table, Bournemouth, Leeds and Southampton in Oof. the danger zone. Uh, the quarterfinals for the FA Cup as well this weekend, Man City face Burnley Sunday 4.45. Sheffield United play Blackburn Rovers Sunday 11pm. Brighton play Grimsby Town. one fifteen am on Monday. Ma- ma- massive for Grimsby Town to be up there. Uh, mm. And Man United play Fulham at 3.30 Monday um, am. So, awful time, but <laughs> uh, they're the FA Cup games. And that pretty much is done for Paul, unless there's any more interesting stories. I'm, I'm just happy again with the, all the Socceroos coming back. And then that's oh, exactly. it's, it's an international break, so we can get everyone back here, apart from the injured players. Mm. Um, I'm lucky. Yeah, that's a, that's a shame. <laughs> but you're all right. No, we see him every, in week in, week out anyway. Yeah. So. And that, listeners, was the Sports Desk. Yeah, any final thoughts, Jerry? Jason and Adam. Up the Marty Cutters. <laughs> Go the Kangas. <laughs> Hooray, Avenged Sevenfold released a new song this week. I can listen to it at nauseam and not watch Essendon this Sunday. Well, yes, we'll, we'll speak in detail the results on Monday, what happens in the footy world for round one. Footy's back. It Grab is. a pie. Get down there. <laughs> it is. I'll be paintballing and epping while we Five do 20s. it. Uh, keep it. up to date with the Sports Desk on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And, and of podcasts course, wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. We'll be back on Monday at 5pm and back here Friday at 5pm as well. I've been Sam Menhennett and this has been the Sports Desk on Sin.